Hey everyone, welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy the Preacher Chick, and today is day 299 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we're reading Romans 13 and 14. We'll also read Psalm 139. Let's get going. Let everyone submit to the governing authority, since there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. So then, the one who resists the authority is opposing God's command, and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have its approval. For it is God's servant for your for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, because it does not carry the sword for no reason. For it is God's servant and avenger that brings wrath on the one who does wrong. Therefore, you must submit not only because of wrath, but also because of your conscience. And for this reason, you pay taxes, since the authorities are God's servants continually attending to these tasks. Pray your, pay your obligations to everyone, taxes to those you owe taxes, tolls to those you owe tolls, respect to those you owe respect, and honor to those you owe honor. Boy, isn't that a tough one right now. <laughs> no matter where you stand on things politically, this is just a tough season to deal with this kind of thing, isn't it? Tough in the fleshly side. But when you see scripture and scripture makes it clear. Anyway, that's a whole thing. And I don't need to go there, do I? Moving right along, <laughs> do not owe anyone anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and any other commandment are summed up by this commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Hot dang, those verses right there. That's a whole, that's, that's a whole vibe right there. Besides this, since you know the time, it is already the hour for you to wake up from sleep because now you, now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed the night is nearly over. <laughs> Friends, I want to run. The night is nearly over and the day is near. So let us discard the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk with decency as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual impurity and promiscuity, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and do not make plans to gratify the desires of the flesh. Also, can we just note, maybe you've noticed this before and made note of it. I I've read it before. I'm sure I've noticed it before, but it just hit me that listed separately are sexual impurity and promiscuity. Sexual impurity and promiscuity are listed as two separate things. Two separate things. There are many things you can do that are sex that are of sexual impurity. And there's promiscuity. Mm-hmm. That's listed as its own thing. Whether people want to believe it or not, and people want to accept it or not, sex outside of the confines of marriage is wrong. Hands down. Scripture. Promiscuity. That's what that is. Okay. Accept anyone who is weak in faith, but don't argue about disputed matters. One person believes he may eat anything, while another one who is weak eats only vegetables. One who eats must not look down on one who does not eat, and one who does not eat must not judge one who does, because God has accepted him. Okay. We're going to have a Bible Project video. Um, I don't think it was the one we've already had in the last day or two. I think it's the one coming up. That's going to go into more detail on this. But here's the deal. 
there the romans were living christian romans were living in an area and in a culture where people would sacrifice meat to an idol and then eat it and there were people who struggled when they saw believers do this because it was it was sacrificed to an idol now paul's basically saying like so then if you know it's going to bother somebody then don't eat then then don't eat it but also don't be so quick to be upset if you see someone eating it like just let there be grace and let the holy spirit do the work okay because he says who are you to judge another's household servant before his own lord he stands or falls and he will stand because the lord is able to make him stand in other words god's got it you don't need to worry about it pray for the person but god's got it one person judges one day to be more important than another day someone else judges everybody every day to be the same let each one be fully convinced in his own mind whoever observes the day observes it for the honor of the lord whoever eats eats for the lord since he gives thanks to god and whoever does not eat it is for the lord that he does not eat it and he gives thanks to god for none of us lives for himself and no one dies for himself if we live we live for the lord and if we die we die for the lord therefore whether we live or die we belong to the lord jesus christ to the lord christ died and returned to life for this that he might be lord over both the dead and the living but you why do you judge your brother or sister or you why do you despise your brother or sister for we will all stand before the judgment seat of god for it is written as i live says the lord every knee will bow to me and every tongue will give praise to god so then each of us will give an account to himself to, of himself to god therefore let us no longer judge one another instead decide never to put a stumbling block or pitfall in the way of your brother or sister if you know something is going to cause a fellow believer to waver in their faith or to stumble and fall guess what friend you're going to be held responsible for it don't do it he said paul goes on i know and am persuaded in the lord jesus that nothing is unclean in itself still to some someone who considers a thing to be unclean to that one it is unclean for if your brother or sister is hurt by what you eat you are no longer walking according to love do not destroy by what you eat someone for whom christ died whoa therefore do not let your good be slandered for the kingdom of god is not eating and drinking but righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit whoever serves christ in this way is acceptable to god and receives human approval so then let us pursue what promotes peace and what builds up one another do not tear down god's work because of food everything is clean but it is wrong to make someone fall by what he eats it is a good thing not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that makes your brother or sister stumble whatever you believe about these things keep between yourself and god blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves but whoever doubts stands condemned if he eats because his eating is not from faith and everything that is not from faith is sin Oh, Paul's words, man, they just, they just get you right in the gut, don't they? <laughs> Psalm 139, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up, you understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You have placed your hand on me. This wondrous knowledge is beyond me. It is lofty. I'm unable to reach it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. 
if I live at the eastern horizon or settle at the western limits, even there your hand will lead me, your right hand will hold on to me. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light around me will be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night shines like the day, darkness and light are alike to you. For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. God, how precious your thoughts are to me. How vast their sum is. If I counted them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I wake up, I'm still with you. God, if only you would kill the wicked. I, David goes from one thing to the next, and I love it. Oh, God, if only you would kill the wicked. You're, you bloodthirsty men, stay away from me. I mean, he was really going through stuff when he wrote this, you know, who invoke you deceitfully. Your enemies swear by you falsely. Lord, don't I hate those who hate you and detest those who rebel against you? I hate them with extreme hatred. I consider them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there's any offensive way in me. Lead me in the everlasting way. Ugh. From Paul to David, there is so much good stuff in here, and I'm grateful to be able to read it together with you. I hope you have a great day or night, whichever time you're listening to this, and that you come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together. See you then.